Now, love it or hate it, true crime stories have got a huge following in book form, magazines, documentaries, streaming series and podcasts. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, was the third most watched Netflix series of all time. And according to an ABC survey, 44% of podcast consumers, so of all podcast consumers, have listened to a true crime podcast. Um, Dean Fido is lecturer in psychology at the University of Derby Online Learning, and he thinks it's all about the puzzle presented and says, as humans, we're always looking for something new and novel, whether it's good or bad. We need something that creates an element of excitement. When we mix this desire with insight and solving a puzzle, it can give us a short, sharp shock of adrenaline. In, but in a relatively safe environment. Well, now you can get hold of a true crime podcast made right here in Shropshire. Hello and welcome to the new Dead Stuff podcast. Uh, I'm here, my name's Tom, and I'm with my good friend Kevin. Hello, hello, hello. And we're going to be talking today about the infamous serial killer Edmund Kemper. This is, this is a juicy one. This is a juicy one. Right. Do you want to get us started? Well, born 1948. Hmm. Montana um, had a very, 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 very rough uh, early childhood. At the age of one, his dad left the home, left the family home. Him and his two sisters, wasn't it? That's it. He was left with his two sisters, one older and one younger, and, of course, his mum, who wasn't a very good mum. Yeah, old Clarnell. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Yeah, nasty woman. Yeah, and um, it's quite funny, uh, before we continue, is watching an interview, I heard uh, one of the American police use the expression, cold mother, yeah, which was quite yeah. big in kind of social care in the kind of 70s, 80s, 80s yeah. and 90s, when they tend to blame the mum for a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's a bit of a taste of the new podcast called Dead Stuff. Tom Fuller from Shrewsbury is the man behind Dead Stuff, a new true crime podcast. And I caught up with him earlier today to find out more about how his interests sparked. I remember uh, when I was a kid, I think my mum said, oh, your dad's got some like folder things in the attic somewhere. And I dug them out and there was just hundreds of these, you know, like weekly magazines you buy, folders and folders and folders. And I was just obsessed since since I was a kid. <laughs> what is it that you find so fascinating about it? It's just the why. That's all it is, you know, the, how the brain works. Because people, people can do the most horrific things and then some of them can be rehabilitated some of them obviously can't but it's just it's purely the why and you get people sort of you know for instance ed kemper he was bullied by his mum his whole childhood and he went on to kill 10 people and it's you know and 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 the, the amount of trauma that he had was nowhere near as bad as other people that don't kill you know so that's why it's interesting to me and try to understand what what makes people do these things. Yeah, because you you know you have people in care that have had horrific abuse in every way, but end up being like a nurse or you know. And he was a serial killer because he ended up because he had uh, mummy issues. <laughs> you know, like it comes down to it. It's, that's why it's interesting to me. And and how far they go into it. It's not just like they shoot someone and kill them. It's like they do really bad things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the why basically. That's that's why I. I love, I love it, you know. <laughs> and it's, it's not just you that's interested in this because, I mean, there's endless documentaries on kind of streaming sites and stuff mm. now and lots of, lots of like big podcasts all over the place. For, yeah, for there's true hundreds. Crime. Yeah, there's so many of them. Um, I, I've had this idea for a while um, but just didn't have the equipment. I got the equipment. Um, it's all quite basic, but it works. 
and you have people that you don't expect to be into it and then I get them as a guest and it just flows it's just really good and it's just something that I think everyone is secretly interested in <laughs> well definitely and I'd say probably some of those some of those streaming documentary series have been like the biggest some of the mm. like the biggest grossing things yeah, that have been yeah, yeah. on like on on Netflix for example because people get so engrossed in it yeah yeah I think they they kind of subconsciously ignore it because it's a bit dark and morbid but then when something happens and it's really popular you know trevor mcdonald documentaries of this that the other and people jump on it and they love it so it's just it's just a, a good um it's just interesting you know like with um my friends that are into it and as soon as you get the research and we start talking about it like i said before it just flows and they aren't really that into it as much as me but as soon as you start talking about it it's fascinating and, you know it's like pub chat you know, you have a few beers and talk to someone yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't believe that happened. You know, and then you start talking for half an hour. You know, it's really strange. So you've had this idea for a while to kind of create this podcast. You've got all the yeah. equipment together. Um, you've done a few now. So you've launched a few of your podcasts. Like, how do you go about deciding which kind of cases you're going to cover and what subjects you're going to cover? Right. So the first one I did deliberately Jeffrey Dahmer because he became huge in the online like the, the netflix series yeah. which i thought was fantastic absolutely amazing there was a little few bits here and there where i was a bit like that didn't happen that didn't happen but artistic oh, license yeah, yeah overall it was great and um, people jumped on that and i thought well definitely the first one you've got to do that because people want to know more and it's it's the personal aspect of when me and the other person are talking it's very um casual like we are now it's not scripted um but yeah i the cases i choose are just the ones where i go whoa and there's and, and you know there's loads to it where you can't really sum it up but you you have to sum it up but it's it blows the person away and if it blows me away i know it's going to blow everyone else away so that's how we choose them really but i'm going to go more obscure after a while when i get the audience more audience you know listening uh, i want to do local ones as well because there's a lot of local ones that we can talk about um you know the frankwell murders and stuff like and how do you go about kind of like finding new information and I suppose researching into them? Is this is this just commitment and hours of delving into the internet? Yeah, yeah, basically. I think the last one we did was on Ed Kemper and me and Kev, the guest, we spent probably four hours just watching stuff, reading stuff, watching stuff, reading stuff. And then you'd watch something else and it was a little bit different than the other story. So we, we were trying to pinpoint bits that weren't quite right, you know, because we wanted to get the facts right because we didn't want to get, you know, some purist going, that didn't happen. Why are you talking about that? That must be the difficulty. And especially yeah. because there's so much information online. Some of it is fact. Some of it is, you know, people's versions of facts. Yeah, that yeah. Aren't, so it's quite hard to make sure you find the tr get to the truth. That's it. Yeah. Like we found documentaries where the actual police officers and stuff were there. So we know that's true. But then you get the actual murderers who are then obviously not all there. And they'll go, oh, no, this didn't happen. They, you know, they make up a story for their own satisfaction so you're thinking well did that happen or and the police are going no that didn't happen this is the way it... so we go on the officials really the people that were there you know these older coppers uh, now a little earlier on the show you might have heard me chatting with tom fuller from shrewsbury the man behind a new true crime podcast it's called dead stuff and so far he's been covering some of the most famous cases i was kind of curious if it was easier for him to be able to kind of access information when researching all of this from American cases more than it was from cases here in the UK. Yeah, because it, it's so it's so rife in America. It's weird. Like me and Kev were saying, if you look into it, the 70s in America, or even specifically in California, there was like two or three active serial killers. 
it's just insane. But you get one in Britain and it's just it blows up, doesn't it? Because we're mm. such a small country. But yeah, the American side is more you can you can find everything about them. But the British one, it's you know tiny little details you find and you kind of think, well, is it worth talking about or are we going to make up the time? You know, so it is yeah. harder. And you say making up the time. You, you know, you've you find your information. You've you've um, you've you picked your subject. You've researched it. You've got a guest. You're going to have a little chat around it. Like, how do you then go about putting the actual podcast together? Because you're relatively new to doing this now. Yeah. So, have you got like a, a plan, a process of how you go about it? Yeah. So, what we do is um, we'll sit there with a the notepad and watch a documentary or read stuff and just go pause, <laughs> and then write stuff like specific stuff that's quite like mind blowing. You know, we'll sum up the person, you know, where they were born and what happened to them, whatever. But we'll get the specific details and then we'll just go for this prompts, basically. So we'll roll from there. So, you know, it'll be victim number one was so and so. And then we'll go into their life a little bit and then just make it a bit more personal to the victims, because that's what it's all about, really. Um, but yeah, that's how we do it. We just prompts because we, we, I want people to guess that come on to kind of go on a tangent if they want, if it's relevant then yeah, go for it. Because the last one I was speaking about, my grandfather was a prison officer and certain things happened, which was the same as what we were talking about. Um, yeah, so it's, again, it's like a pub chat. You know, you'd sit there in a the pub and go, oh, I watched this documentary last night. And then someone would go, oh yeah, and it's just a really casual flow. You know, and that's what I want to do. And that's kind of what we are doing at the moment. You mentioned your granddad there. Have conversations mm. with him in the past kind of spurred on and sparked more of an interest in this? Yeah, yeah. He's still, bless him. He's still alive. He's ninety now, but he's he spent nearly thirty years in the service. So wow, every day was different, and the stories, like he'll tell you different stories every time you see him, and it's just incredible. So that from an early age when he's told me stuff, it's just like wow, there's a different side to life, you know. It must be great for him that you are interested in it and that he can he can kind of relive some of his yeah. past and his memories. Yeah, that's it. Because he's, he's very old and he's a bit lonely, you know, and as soon as we, got, we get talking about it, he can't shut him up. <laughs> yeah, so it's brilliant, really cool. You seem like you're really enjoying doing this. Is oh, this something yeah. that's really kind of fired you up? Yeah, yeah. I, if I could do it every day, I would. But I think, yeah, the next one we're going to do is probably next week and then we're going to edit it more and progress with the, the actual recordings because we've got basic stuff at the moment. And we've got someone else on board now that's going to edit it all and make it sound a bit more professional and, you know, compress it and stuff because it's just two guys with a microphone at the moment. <laughs> and you probably know quite a few people that would help with sound and things and oh, yeah. and, and preparing audio having been in the music industry because you're a musician as well, that's aren't you? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got a, a guy called Jake who I met, well, I've, I've known him for a while. Uh, he's He just does it in his room, but he's got all the gear. Yeah. And we didn't know that until recently. He said, oh, honestly... After the first one, you know, the next one that we record, just send me the whole file and I will spruce it up and I'll send you different versions and see what you think. I was like, yeah, of course, because I'm not that technical. You know, I just plug in a microphone and talk. So <laughs> do all the research. Hey, that but that is that is a tough bit to do. You, you, you are putting, you're putting all the creativity into it. You're doing all the research yeah. and you're doing the chatting. So yeah. you, you are putting a lot of work into yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's quite, <laughs> and it's nerve wracking as well, obviously, especially because we've only done three or four episodes. So it's as soon as you press record, you're going, uh, you know, how do you start it quickly? And you, you kind of trip over your words a little bit. Obviously, we can re-record it. But um, yeah, every episode along, we're getting more confident and yeah. a bit more relaxed. You know, we can talk a bit more as friends rather than going, oh, we're, we're live. You know, we need to, you know, be serious, but we're not serious anymore. You mentioned that if you could do this every day, you would. Is that the ultimate dream with this? Yes. Yeah. Because... You see people that have got thousands, millions of listeners, and I listen to it and go, well, that's the same as me. 
but I'm just in the early stages. Yeah. You know, I can I can easily progress this into something else. And I've just been down with the kids at the moment on TikTok because that's the platform that everyone's on, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. And I'm getting so many views and, and followers constantly, all the time. I refresh it, it's constant. So I know there's a there's a market there for it. And the feedback from your podcast so far, have people been have you been like pleasantly surprised with people engaging with it? Yeah, yeah. Like the one one of the guests that we had on, someone said, Oh, you're so and so from the podcast. And I was I was like, Whoa, this is just the beginning, you know. So yeah, it's um something I do want to pursue, definitely. If someone's listening to this going, I want to find this podcast, mm -hmm. um, how on earth can they find it and find out more about it and just basically be involved so they never miss one? So Spotify is, because we do that mainly, we've got other platforms, but we, we concentrate on Spotify because everyone pretty much is on it. Uh, it's just dead stuff. I'm not very creative with the title. I just thought, Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, it's just a quick thing. So yeah, dead stuff on Spotify. We've got about four episodes on there. Uh, Instagram is just, I think if you put in dead stuff, it will come up, but it's got a couple of like uh, things, symbols either side, but you'll find it. Um, and Facebook as well, same so name. It's an underscore every so either it, yeah. side, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, I update that pretty regularly with different cases and different videos and stuff. Um, and TikTok, same thing. So just follow me on there. <laughs> there we go. Amazing. Well, we will keep an eye on it. And would you recommend if someone was, again, if someone was listening, they were thinking, oh, I'd, I'd love to get involved with podcasting and, and start something that interests them, their hmm. passion. Would you would you say, you know, it's something definitely worth giving giving a go at and having a go at? Oh, 100%. Because even if it doesn't really go far, which which it should... Because it is very, every podcast I listen to on that type of stuff is really great. But yeah, even if it doesn't go anywhere, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. And it's something you're interested in. Do it. Why not? My other thing I'm going to ask you mm. is, are you looking for other people to collaborate on this? So again, if there was someone listening that is an enthusiast that would love to come onto your podcast and chat through about this with you, are you open to having other guests? 100%. Yeah, because we've had two guests so far. I think the, the the last one, Kev, is a good friend of mine. He's going to be quite frequent because he's really good. He's got a good the good voice for it. Um, and we've had a guy that's contacted me online who's um, he's a criminologist. He's written books. Oh wow! And he's every other day he's going. Oh, I really want to be involved because he, he's got. He said, oh, I got a lot of war stories to tell you. So that's okay. a start as well. Another good thing. So yeah, people can get in touch on your social media and and get involved. Maybe. Yep. Yep. Awesome. And we can meet up and talk about it. Yep, I'm, up, I'm open to it. If you want to find out more, have a look for Dead Stuff. It's available, um, as he mentioned, on Spotify at the moment. You can get hold of the podcast and across all social media. If you look for Dead, Scu Dead Stuff, he's got two little underscores either side of each word um, that you can have a little look on there and keep up to date with the latest podcast coming out uh, from Tom Fuller there in Shrewsbury.